Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode of The Group Chat is brought to you by Lyft. Lyft will pick you up at your door and get you where you need to go. You've been added to The Group Chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Welcome to The Group Chat. It's Max. It's Will. Good intro. We're here. That was pretty smooth, actually. That wasn't that bad. Matt, I don't know. What did you think? How did you think Will's intro was going to go? Be honest. I didn't think it was going to be very good. But I thought, <laughs> Come on. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't I, even have to say that much. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. We didn't talk about it. You just jumped into it. I thought you did a good job, though. Yeah. It was pretty simple. Better than I would have done. That's Natural. Good. That sounded good. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been working on apps all day. Like, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been knee deep in, in trying to create these apps. Max, are you a big apps guy? Not appetizers. I mean, I know you like yeah, appetizers too. That's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yes, yes, love you a good app. Yeah. Um, do you always get do you always about? get an app before a good meal? I I like to. Yeah, I like to, I, especially you know if you've got a group and you can share some apps. Yeah, that's true. We we did that this week. Get it going a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of my preferred. So, I mean, obviously people have probably figured out by now. Caroline, they're not hearing her voice. Yeah, no. Where is she? Everyone knows where she is at this point now. Yeah, I guess. Because you know why? Because they're on their apps on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter, and they mm-hmm. see they're down there. Mm-hmm. And you know what app you should get? I think I know where this is going. The Lyft app. Yeah, yeah. We're the group chat sponsored by Lyft. Download the pink Lyft app and link your credit card and take your first ride today. I think they took a Lyft down to Miami, if I'm not mistaken. That's a big That's a big charge what would you on actually credit card. Guess? What would you actually guess that fare would be? I've seen stories about Lyft rides that yeah. long. I, I Let's say $1,200. Twelve hundred. I'm just spitballing. If you were a driver and somebody, like it popped up and it was like someone here in Charlotte, North Carolina, wants to drive down to Miami, Florida. No. Like, would you take that? No. I mean, that's a big chunk of change. How long does that drive? (laughs) Was it like twelve hours? (laughs) I don't know. With a stranger? I mean, and then and then how are you getting back? I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it wouldn't really make much sense. No. But I think there have been stories about people taking crazy long. I don't know oh, about yeah. that long, but crazy yeah. long with rides. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Caroline's down in Miami. The two of us here are holding down the fort in the studio, studio back here in Charlotte. Uh, and I guess there's a pretty big football game going on this weekend, though. Yeah. I, I think I think there is. I, I, do you have plans for it? I don't. I don't have huge plans. I, I'll probably have to be pretty, like, casually just sit back and watch the game. Yeah. I don't know about you. You seem like a big Super Bowl party guy. I, I've, I've had some in the past. I think this year I'm, I'm laying low. Okay. You know. 
I, I, it's ironic because I, I'm actually excited to watch this. Yeah, as a does this matchup game. do a lot for you? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great game. I, I agree. Think. Yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily think before the season started. I, well, actually, I should say Mahomes and the Chiefs have always had a lot of sizzle just because you know, he's sure. on the Madden cover. He's like kind of becoming one of the young faces of the NFL now. Um, and this Niners team, I mean, they're. They're super fun to watch, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know offensively they may not be looked at as explosive and as, you know, just video game style offense as the Chiefs do. Um, but with the way they run the ball and the way that defense plays, the, like the entire energy of that team has just been a ton of fun to watch throughout the season. I, unless you were a Panther fan, of course, we all experienced yeah. the worst of it that yeah. day. Um, but that's just what this that team has been like. So I think this is going to be an awesome matchup. I mean... There have been a lot of good Super Bowls over the years, and this has the potential to be a, one of those kind of classic type games. At least on paper, and you'd hope so, yeah. because you know, it, it, especially after you know, no touchdowns going into the fourth quarter last year, you would think there might be a couple more this time around. Yeah, yeah. You, but I mean, again, the, the with the way this Niners defense is playing too, I think that's the, that's the big thing. Niners defense, Chiefs offense. How's that one going to go down? I, I always like to do the opposite. Yeah. Like, I want to see Niners offense, Chiefs defense. Chiefs mm-hmm. defense has struggled against the run. You know, all of those run, the great running backs from the Niners. I think yeah. They can, I think they can control the clock. Yeah, you're right. And I think, you know, the, 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 between the two head coaches, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, young guy looking for his first, guy's been around forever, still looking for his first. There's a lot of choices to be made from a fan standpoint of who you want to win this game and you know we we might as well bring in the person who's down there in miami to absolutely. help absolutely we need some discussion. some real and can we get caroline on the phone can she is she too busy or can is she available can she call in here i think she's miami? available let's get her on the horn caroline can you hear us yeah, yeah, I got it's so busy down here, just you know, so much going on. But yeah, I think I, I've got you. I've got you. <laughs> got a few minutes to spare for us. Thank oh, you. Um, thank, thank goodness. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, the, it's just insane down here, and the amount of interview requests that I'm getting, mm. you know, it's just it's insane. Yeah, so I'm glad you guys caught me when you did. I'm sure the Panthers are just all the rage right now down there. Everyone just wants to talk to you. <laughs> I, the Carolina not, Panthers. I, listen, guys, I'm not going to lie. I've run into a lot of people, and they're just like, why are you here? <laughs> what are, what are you yeah, you know they're not playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, news to me. That's weird. I thought the whole team was here. But, no, it is. there's actually a couple of teams down here that are not actually playing in the game. But just the media crews down here, of course, we're going to be doing some stuff with David Tepper. Uh, Nicole later on this week, so that's kind of our big pull and draw to be here. But I've never been to the Super Bowl, and this this is insane. I've always heard about the big media hoopla, and of course, it's all that's on TV for a while. But I mean, this is this is next level with all the different networks that are set up and just how crazy it is. But yeah, really, it is the big insane. the big question though, the big question, and you guys, you know, I, I know you guys were kind of talking about it earlier. Of it's this this or that. Do you want? Do you want the Chiefs? Do you want the 49ers? Do you want that quarterback? This quarterback? Do you want? I mean, that's all we're hearing when you walk around. So, since you brought me on, I came prepared with a segment. You, you always ready? come prepared. Thank you, thank you. I think we should do. We're going to play a good game of this or that. So okay. Enough. You just have to pick one. Okay. So I've got a couple different scenarios. Let's just first go with a very obvious one, the one that we're hearing all the time. Do you want the Chiefs? Or the 49ers? Who do you have in this game? Make your predictions. I will make you eat your words later. I guess that is the big question, Will. Who do you got? Niners. Niners, huh? 
Yeah, I'm going Niners. Give us your quick like 30 second rationale. I'm going Niners because I think in games like this, offenses like the Chiefs sometimes just don't live up to everything that they've done in the past on paper. Panthers 2015, anyone? Yeah. I mean, I I like I like defense and controlling the clock and running the ball, and no one has done that better than the Niners this year. I agree with you. I want the Chiefs to win. I think the Niners will win, and for the reasons you just said, uh, I I trust. The defense in this sort of moment more than I do the offense. Kansas City has started really slow. They've been flirting with it. And it's just like, it's, man, is that going to catch up to them eventually? Yeah. you got to think eventually it will. Uh, this Niners team is just so sound everywhere. Um, I just don't see a real weakness. People might point to Garoppolo and say, if they're down a score late, does sure. he can, can they really count on him? But I think they can get a lead and maintain it with that defense and run game and I think they win. I mean that being said, if KC jumps out to a 21 nothing lead on the first 3 drives of the game, you know, I I don't know if San Francisco can catch up. Like I don't think they're right. not they're not built to catch up. I would agree. Yeah. But if they can control the ball and and hold it and can they do to the Chiefs what the Broncos did to the Panthers in 2015? I mean, that's what yeah. we're all thinking. Yeah. Interesting. Caroline, what about you? There is well, there is a certain saying about defense wins championships, mm. but I'm actually with I'm I'm with Max on this one. In my heart, I want Andy Reid and the Chiefs, but just the realist in me of how this game, how I think it's going to go, I'm going with the 49ers. So we Clean, can all sweet. Wow. Uh, we want like prove me wrong. That's yeah. what I want. Like Chiefs, prove me wrong. In my heart, I will be so happy, and I will eat my words of picking the 49ers, but. Uh, that I like it. I kind of like that we all went clean sweep. Maybe we're we've cursed the Niners, and now the Chiefs. Yeah, and when the Chiefs yeah. win, we can't make fun of any of us because we all get it wrong. <laughs> no, right. we're all in this together. All right, let's do the next one here. Going into the 2020 season, do you want the Carolina Panthers to have the Chiefs' offense or the 49ers' defense? You can only pick mm. one. Max, I think I'll t- I'll take this off of what Matt Rule had to say, which was that. The defense was the thing he wanted to address first. Yep. And with that said, I will take the Niners' defense. I think in his mind, the foundation for a successful team is going to start with a defense you can count on week after week. As they say, good defense travels. It's something that, you know, regardless of the of weather, of the venue, you want to be able to know that you're going to be competitive on that side of the ball and consistent. More so maybe than than offense, where sometimes you might have to win a game low scoring. Sometimes it might be a high scoring shootout. I think he wants this team's identity to start with with strong defensive football, and that's really what this Panthers franchise has always really sort of been, right? Mm-hmm. At, at its core, um, not to say that it can't change, but I, I I do think that for the 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 biggest step this team can take going into next year is getting this defense to improve from where it was toward the bottom in a lot of key areas. Um, to try to get some real incremental gains on that side of the ball, I, th- I think would help immensely. I, I tend to mostly agree with you, but I will take the Chiefs' offense just for the sake of how much fun that could yeah, be. Yeah, entertainment factor. I mean, there, you know, like <laughs> yeah. there's there's something to be said for posting a ton of offensive highlights every game and just watching watching the way that they manhandle teams in the playoffs this year. With mm-hmm. just you're not going to stop them, and they just scored five touchdowns in a row. And it's like what? Like it, it? 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 There's a, there's an excitement in a demoralizing way that they just broke defenses down, which yeah. I would love to see here. Yeah, absolutely. Can't argue with that. That's a good one. All right, let's go to the next one here. Do you want Kettle or Kelsey? 
Kittle. Uh, kettle was good. Do you, do you call the kettle? Kettle. <laughs> Will's laughing. Kettle, He's tra- you're calling it the kettle. Do kettle. we call it? Yeah. What is that guys, phrase? I've been really calling busy. the kettle calling black. The kettle black. <laughs> do we want kettle? <laughs> the way that it's George. In my notebook, we also have could, Caroline. You'd appreciate that this. Could we be an E. We also have like three of those mini bags of Skittles right in front of us too, which literally, you know, you can't spell. Skittles without Kittle. Um, Kittle. Don't yeah. know really where the rest <laughs> Product of Product placement right there, Max. <laughs> yeah, feel free to sh- yeah, send us some yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, that, this, well, Let me fake shout me out. How busy it is down here. But yeah, that is how busy it is down here. That Kittle. is an amazing Do you question. Want Kittle? <laughs> Kittle or Kelsey? Great question. Both I mean these tight ends are so fun to watch. They're the way Greg Olson has played it, which is kind of like a no nonsense. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> you're laughing already. <laughs> laughing already. Um, it's like the exact. He's like the antithesis of what these guys yeah. do. Um, and obviously, we love Greg Olson, but this like young, edgy tight end uh, kind of fad is, is is very entertaining. I mean, Kittle with like the whole wrestling thing yep. and how he just like runs through people. Um, screaming the entire game. His mic'd up segments are just hilarious. And Kelsey is super funny, too. I mean, in a sort of different way, maybe a little bit more, like, toned down, like, cool guy way. But he's also, like, super fun to watch. He and Mahomes have this great dynamic. It's really hard to choose. I lean Kittle just because of, like, the little bit of, like, crazy. You know, like, there's, like, a screw loose in there. And I think that just makes him... A little more fun to watch. I think Kelsey's too kind of bro for me. A little too broy. Yeah, I I think Kittle Kittle's he just doesn't care, and I really yeah. I like that about him. And I I think honestly, like I think on the field on paper, I think Kittle's maybe a little bit. You better think he's than, a, I, I mean, think he's a little bit better than Kelsey. Dude, the way he blocks. I mean, that's the, like Kelsey's a fantastic guy out in routes, and I mean, essentially a, a, one of the better receiving weapons weapons, let alone tight ends. Um, but Kittle, man, the way he gets after it in the run game, it's like. I mean, people usually look at tight ends and say, okay, we can pick on this guy, and they're not going to be able to hold up on the edge. Kittle, it's the exact opposite. It's like he's going to clear the way yeah. for this run game. Yeah. And, I mean, it literally makes him about as complete a tight end, I think, as there is right now. Well, we just kind of said bad things about both of them because I called uh, Kettle, Kittle a kettle and Kettle a kittle. And then, uh, what, Ke- Kelsey's too bro? Is that what, is that what Will Too bro that's what Will Yeah, he's too bro a little too broy for him. Too, all right, well. We I mean, that, that works for some people. I don't know. Kettle or bro? That's what I should have said. <laughs> uh, this next one, <laughs> this next one, the last one, it's about food. Max, you're a foodie. Oh, I'm ready. So are you going to go barbecue or sushi? I've had some of the best sushi that I've ever had in San Francisco. So are you going barbecue yeah. or sushi? That's interesting. I was wondering what you were going to choose as a San Francisco cuisine. That is a good one. Great seafood out there. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City barbecue for that one. My experience in Kansas City is somewhat limited, but the barbecue scene out there is fantastic. And I just feel like it's more specialized. The barbecue in Kansas City is like more their thing than sushi is San Francisco's thing. What do sure. you think, Will? I, I, I have had barbecue in San Francisco. In San Francisco, you no, had no, barbecue? No, no, sorry, sorry. Barbecue in say. Kansas City. I went, yeah. went with, with Dave Monroe, actually. It was uh-huh. really good. Yeah. But I... A, I liked the Carolina barbecue better, mm-hmm. so I'm already, I, I already am discriminating against Kansas City barbecue just because yep. I think our barbecue is better. So I'm going with seafood because I think 
I think the San Francisco seafood just blew away the Atlantic Ocean seafood. It was incredible. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean seafood. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, like, com- coming from Charleston, that's saying a lot, but I, I think San Francisco was better. I want sushi, too. There's, there's something about... Yeah. I was going to say, there's like, I remember reading about this, like, okay, I'm a big Paul Rudd guy. Yeah. Paul Rudd, oh, huge yeah. Kansas City guy. Huge Chiefs fan. Huge Chiefs fan, Royals, all that. And I remember reading about this, like, famous barbecue sandwich that's from Kansas City that Paul Rudd is obsessed with. And I read up on it, and it looks incredible. It's like this onion ring, barbecue, like, it, like here's the picture. Caroline, unfortunately, I can't show oh, wow. you right now, but Will is getting a look at it. Wow. Yeah. Um, you can just imagine how delicious it looks. Um, but when Paul Rudd tells me that there's something out there that I've got to taste, I, I, I'm, I'm in. Okay. That's all, like, say no more. So um, that's, that's partially why I give the edge to Kansas City, too, because I, I really trust Paul Rudd and his taste. <laughs> his taste. Yeah, how good of friends that you guys are. He's never led you wrong. <laughs> exactly. You, how likable Paul. is Paul Rudd? Come on. Nobody You're, dislikes Paul it's, Rudd. It's Max Henson and Charlotte Wilder Rudd. right now that are just like going crazy over Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, guys, I am going to have to go and cut this. I know probably a little bit short, but you guys can continue the group chat. But it's so busy down here. There's interviews that I've been, like I said, I've been putting off. So I'm going to go knock out some of those interviews, and I'll just talk to you guys when we get back. We kind of recap everything. So I'm good. All right. See you, Caroline. All right. Bye, guys. Wait, that's it? Busy down there, man. Well, I mean, wait, but that's all we're getting? Yeah. We didn't even really get a chance to no, ask her about what's going on. There's so much more I want to know. There's like, there's all, I, I've seen these videos of like pig games going on, like what's going on with Carson. I mean, obviously, we want to know more than just the random people that, you know, we know. What's I going guess, on at Radio Row? Didn't yeah, you go to Radio Row today? Yeah, I'm curious. So, like, what celebrities are are yeah, actually down there? There's famous people down there. I don't know, Matt. Why don't, can you call her back real quick? Yeah, let's, let just see, let's see if we can get her back on the line before things get too out of hand down there. She's got to be able to make some time for us. Yeah, I mean, it's a group chat. Yeah, the groupies. Uh, hello, guys. Hey. Can you hear hello us? There? Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, um, Where are you right now? Uh, my, Miami. You know, we just start like the Super Bowl stuff. We're, I'm working really hard. Are you? Uh, it, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> is that the beach? Yeah, no, this is like the, no, this is like this is an experience that oh, we kind of have. Oh, right. Like with the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's like like it's a part of the NFL experience. It's like NFL um, on the beach. Yeah, exactly. And I knew you guys had heard of it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. So there's just like some interviews and you know stuff. Who? Who are yeah. you interviewing? Um, oh gosh, down here there's so many. Um, um, Who's in front of you right now? Um, uh, right now, well, a little bit earlier it was you know like Ed Reed is here, not here. I mean he's not at the NFL Experience right now with me, but he he was. <laughs> he said this experience. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's had a different experience. But, you know, Ed Reed is here and, and Willie McGinnis. We saw Marshall Falk mm. earlier, some, mm. some WWE guys. Um, a UFC guy that apparently is a really big deal, but I didn't know who he was. Um, so sorry if any, any of those fighter fans out there I didn't know. Uh, we saw Kurt Warner. Um, gosh, I mean, so there's just so many guys. I can't really, can't really, no, not, no, not, not a mohi, a daiquiri. A da- yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, just a lot. I didn't really know. Uh, Matt's really jealous like right now. He's never been to the beach, I don't think. So, you know, well, he's he's trying really to process all of this. You know, no, this isn't really the beach. It's just the NFL experience. They kind of have this set up within the convention center. Did you just order a uh, drink? I think that's what I heard. Yeah. No, that wasn't, no, 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 that wasn't. Yeah, no, that wasn't me. You know, that was someone. No, it was somebody else. Yeah, that, no. Yeah. The NFL yeah, that was PR people were just <laughs> passing around my ties. Yeah. And the NFL experience. That was someone else. Yeah, that was, yeah. No, that, that was just someone else. But they just want to show off, you know, Miami. It's warm down here in the sun, and they have the beach and all that. So they just kind of set up this little experience. Any, uh, are there, working. have you seen any, like, female celebrities down there? Anyone besides, like, the, the NFL players? Like, usually there's some, like, random cameos from people. <laughs> yes, this is actually funny. I, I don't know who this woman is. Okay, but <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> I know she's apparently a celebrity because there's a big bus outside i think it's like a um off-brand kardashian is the oh, like, uh, like, it's this big bus and it's it's her and her family but i don't know uh there was no like great signage about it but they have an entire bus here outside okay and she was walking around wearing a neon jumpsuit today. oh okay um yeah really i mean very miami yeah uh, i don't know i should have i honestly packed the same one i'm glad i didn't on the same day that would have been really weird <laughs> um, but she was walking around and then of course like you have all your network talent which is just fun to see throughout, right. throughout the year we see them from time to time but they're all in one place so a lot of the network talent um but i haven't i honestly am terrible at recognizing celebrities mm. i'm well, awful well, i don't recognize them until someone else will later on be like oh did you see so and so and i was like no and they're like they were right beside you i'm not i'm not very not very good at that what would be a good name for the off-brand Kardashian family? I don't know. That's really mean. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. I just didn't. That's, that's Such a nice lady. Funny. Well, you know how, like, at, sure at Walmart you can get, like, off-brand Pop-Tarts and, right. like, toaster tarts right. instead of Pop-Tarts? Right. I wonder what the off-brand family for the Kardashians would be called. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure she was very nice, but that's just what came to mind when I saw her was very made up, you know, a lot of makeup, big hair, kind of walking around in a neon jumpsuit. Yeah. And like media row where you have, you know, like beat writers all the way to network talent, but then no one is wearing neon green. Right, right. Um, She wanted to really fly under the radar, you know? Can I, I I hesitate to ask this because it takes this very fun conversation we're having into a somewhat different place. But I'm I'm curious, Caroline, is like is Kobe a topic of conversation down there? Like with so many major professional athletes all at one place, I just wonder if like that is still um, kind of like permeating throughout like Radio Row. Like, are, do you feel any of that? Just it, it just seems like the entire media world still is very much um, kind of coming to grips with with what happened. Yeah, it definitely is. Even when, you know, we, we showed up on Tuesday and we just came down to Radio Row, kind of get a lay of the land and see what was going on. And that was a lot of the topic of conversation. We we came probably around, I would say, 5 o'clock, yeah. maybe, um, to walk around. So that's when a lot of the, you know, later network shows are starting. And so that's what a lot of the topic of conversation that we were seeing on the teleprompters and that they were talking about. And then, you know, walking through Radio Row, these are legends that are here. There's Hall of Famers here. Um, from football, but then, like I mentioned, there's WWE stars here, um, Ultimate Fighters. I mean, it, we're, we're seeing a little bit 
of every sport yeah. here and on this the, on this stage. So we have heard, you know, a little bit here and there, just still the shock and disbelief that this world did lose Kobe and 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 the other families. I think that's what's been you know great is not just here but everywhere else is that you're also you know you are getting to know the other families that have gone through this tragic tragic loss and um, bringing awareness to you know the hurt that is happening to multiple families right now and it's it's it, it is so heartbreaking to hear but I think everyone's just rallying around that yeah that you know tragedy and talking about it but certainly I mean like you said on the stage where there's so many athletes here that are at the top of their game to lose someone that they look up to we've heard a little bit here and there about that um and, and you know talking about his legacy and what he meant to them um and then of course the network's uh, still circulating that yeah yeah i mean it just seems like everyone who is has like come of age in sports in this era looked at Kobe as an icon and an idol in in so many ways right just it, the whole mamba mentality the way he went about it um doesn't matter what sport it was, and I've seen like Novak Djokovic was a yeah. guy who looked up in the tennis world, and obviously a bunch of guys in our locker room here, Kobe. I mean, um, if you're an athlete of, of any kind, it seems like he had a major influence, and on it, it permeated everything. You know, I've seen so much on social, and you know, all of these, you know, even like today in the hallway, like you know, everyone did that thing where you just throw the trash in and yell Kobe, Kobe, yeah. You know, I mean, he permeated yeah. our lives. Right. You know, even if you didn't like basketball. You know, it was just, it was, he was, he's a first namer. Yeah. He's not Kobe Bryant. He's Kobe. Yeah. I mean, that's different. Yeah. He's in a whole different sphere. Yeah. Well, I appreciate well, the insight on that, have, Caroline. Yeah. Well, something I thought was interesting last night, there was a media party. And so I got to catch up with um, a friend of mine from um, LA and she works with the Chargers. And so they're building where their studio and kind of media services is a shared kind of a business there's other businesses that share that one building and it was actually uh kobe's foundation is mm. in that building and some of some of what he does and, and she said that you know she would show up to work at eight o'clock and sometimes his car would already be there and that when he was coming in he was always getting there so early and i, I that stuck with me last night because you know we hear about him getting up and going into the gym early or we hear about him you know working out and having that mama mentality in his life but really what we heard was you know, in basketball. But, I mean, she's talking about his foundation and, you know, some of his business, um, that he was there before the rest of the crew was there to get some things done. And, I, you know, that, that stuck with me when I left that party last night was, you know, it's not just, it's not just basketball people. It's not just sports people. I mean, he, he touched the lives of so many people in business and in these foundations and in the work that he was doing. I mean, I think that's been the special part of hearing all these stories um, outside of just what he was able to do in sports, it's what he did across the board, and that is certainly, um, you know, permeating still through, you know, this big stage that has nothing really to do with basketball. But that's why you're hearing his name. Yeah, yeah. well said. Well, I guess we've taken up enough of your time, Caroline. I know there's just there's <laughs> a lot of sun, sand, and um, some work. real hard work that work. lies ahead of you. So yeah, we'll let some, you get to it. Work I've got to do. Are you guys gonna call me back again, or do you think I, you know, are we good? Put put that phone down. I I think you you you've deserved <laughs> this. Put us on you, silent. You've yeah. deserved it. No, guys, thanks for letting us have some fun on this. I'm not really on the beach, but what? maybe I am. I don't know. That's up to you guys. That's a, that, you know what? It, it is a podcast. It's up to it's up to but us. When it I, is up to us. But when I come back, <laughs> but when I come back with a nice tan, just just know. 
Yeah. I was working really hard, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep, we will. <laughs> All right. See you all next week. See you, Thanks, Caroline. Caroline. All right, Max. Let's wrap up with one final Super Bowl personal memory. Mm. What's your – and I think, I think both of ours are going to be somewhat similar but different. Well, obviously I was um, here covering the team in 2015 when the Panthers went, which was – what sticks out for me about that, obviously the game itself couldn't have really gone worse, but the week leading up to it was extremely special. And I think what what I remember most about the whole Super Bowl experience was really winning the NFC Championship mm-hmm. and being able to say we're going to the Super Bowl. That was that was it was such a euphoric moment, um, and just knowing that you know in that locker room after the game with the guys celebrating, they knew they were headed out to San Francisco for that Super Bowl. You knew the planning was going to start. It was just there was such an excitement to finding out, okay, what was the schedule going to look like? When are we going to get out there? Okay, we got media day. It's just such a whirlwind. And the week itself, being out there with that team, which had as much fun as anybody we've really ever seen in the NFL, um, was an absolute blast. And the game, of course, is always going to be a painful memory for people associated with the Panthers. Um, but I'll never forget what it was like to be out there that week and really to watch that team come out of the tunnel for that game, you know, that where you see the end zone painted with Panthers mm-hmm. and it really starts to like hit that this is, you know, Super Bowls are, that's the stuff of legends, you yeah. know, that, that yeah. stuff lives in, you know, in history forever, you know? Um, so just watching that team come out uh, and, you know, Steph Curry out there yeah. with the key pounding drum, yep, all, yep. all of that before, before it got started <laughs> was truly, truly special. Um, and even the end, the end result doesn't take all of that away. It doesn't take away the, the, the feelings that were associated with this team winning that NFC championship and, and going to the grandest stage of them all. So that, that'll always stick with me. And it's been cool for me. You know, I came here in 17 and just listening to all of y'all stories about, you know, the individual moments of the week and, you know, the yep. way, you know, you can kind of, um, you know, bring it all in and focus on it and, and savor it. I, I think for me, like, I, I've only been to one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I was a PR intern back in 08, and I was lucky enough to be at one of, you know, I think they rank them all, and yeah. I think this is going to – it will always be maybe top 10, maybe top 5 – you know, Cardinals and Steelers and Santonio Holmes' catch, and I happened to be in the corner of the end zone, maybe five, ten feet away from it. Um, you know, that Where was were game. you for uh, James Harrison's I was return? Up, I was up in the upper deck. Okay. Um, so, like, I had to, I was, like, sitting with the auxiliary media, essentially passing out hot dogs was, like, mm-hmm. my job. So, That's yeah, awesome. I mean, just sitting in the upper deck for that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, but, like, even that was back when I think there's more, like, there were more old-school cameras than cell phones, mm. so, like, you still had that cool flash moment, Yeah, you know, at, at kickoff. I mean, it was incredible to watch, like, because everyone was ready for it, to, like, look at all the flashes at, at kickoff yeah. and that those those sort of things that you, you'll never forget. But, yeah, being on that field and, and watching that moment and just realizing, oh, my God, this is a Super Bowl moment. Like, right. that just happened. This is going to yeah. always be played forever and forever. Yeah, yeah that, that, that game was incredible. Uh, so many just... Yeah. Unbelievable moments. Oh yeah, it is absolutely one of those. That's you know, in the argument for greatest Super Bowls of all time, there's just something so like amazing about being at the place where you literally know the entire world's watching. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, like you when you're like standing on that field or you're in that press box and like you literally know that. <laughs> and we know we know the world is a pretty big place. Right, everybody right is watching is this, focused on where you are yep. at that point in time, which is just one of those kind of like out of body experiences. There's nothing that quite like that. Weird. It's kind of hard to comprehend. Yeah. So, 
Hopefully this team gets back there soon. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? It would. It's all about the process, huh, Will? Process. Got to build it back up. And look, one day at a time. The Niners are a perfect example. Two and fourteen, four and twelve. Super Bowl. Yeah, get you get the right pieces, you get the right leadership. Yep. You just got to build it the right way. Yep. You know, everyone's got to buy in, and it can be done. I mean, that's the beauty of the NFL, honestly, mm-hmm. is that these kind of stories, they're, they're not fairy tales. Like this, this can happen, and it happens you, a lot quicker yeah. than NBA or, or anything right. else, really. I mean, you can turn it around quick, but you got to do it the right way. Yep, you got have the right leadership in place, and that's hopefully you know Dave Tepper believes he's done that, and. You know, this 2020 season is going to start in earnest here. As soon as the Super Bowl comes and goes, everyone's record goes back to zero and zero, as they say. So yep. it begins again. And obviously, we're all anxious for that. I think we did a pretty decent job without yeah. Caroline again. Yeah. It was nice to have her part of the show this time. We didn't leave her out completely like we did when we talked to Pete Thamel about she, that rule. She she had a she had a great a great part in today's show, yeah. even even though we're, we're all a little bit Matt chipped in as well. I thought Matt yeah. brought it strong today. Yeah. Thanks. This this made up for we'll last week. We'll see how week. he does in post production. It made up for too. last week. Yeah. What happened last week? Yeah, we, we we had a better we had a better week this week. <laughs> better week. Always getting better. I don't know what he means by that, Matt, but I'm con- I'm maybe concerned gotta, for my performance. We got to review the tape. Yeah, we got to review the tape. <laughs> I'll roll it back. See how we can get better. <laughs> you got anything else for us, Will? I think I'm good. I started, so you got to close. You brought us in. You got to bring it out. Bring it out? Yeah. That's on you. Never, never brought it out before. <laughs> he doesn't know what to I, say. I always just take my headphones off, and then it's over. Yeah, I just yeah, close the computer, take oh, it out, and yeah, and then I, just walk out, and you know, bring us out. No, this is, we're gonna Matt. You're gonna, gonna make me do this. We're gonna make him do this, right? Absolutely, right. As long as it bring takes, we're gonna stay right here. <laughs> from producer Matt Hogan, <laughs> from host Caroline Can down in Miami, mm-hmm. for Max Henson, I'm Will Bryan. This is the group chat sponsored by Lyft. Thank you, and have a great week. Nailed it. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.